Gamers on the Go, podcast dedicated solely to those games that you can take with you. I'm your host, Chase Kennecke. Today's show, we're going to talk about Ridiculous Fishing, another one of our uh, mobile games in this in this batch that I'm doing, with uh, with Mr. Ryan Damp. Hi, Ryan. How's everybody doing? So yeah, we just uh, we wrapped up on our Lara Croft Go episode. That was our, our episode that we did before. And uh, now we're jumping into uh, one of my favorite mobile games ever. Uh, ridiculous fishing. I think what we wanted to do with with these these episodes was get a nice variety of uh, big big publisher games, small publisher games, super indie games, big yeah. price points, free games, yep. all that kind of stuff. And Correct. and after doing a, a bigger game like Lara Croft Go uh, to get down to this more closer to indie stuff is is Vlambeer. I mean they're. Ridiculous Fishing, super indie at the time. Vlambeer, I think, is now more a, a household name. Uh, I mean, they're definitely still an indie um, studio, right? Um, they're you know they grow they grow over time, but they're obviously larger than they are. They're larger today than they were you know last definitely. year. Definitely, they have they have a body of work of of games that that people know and and love. They've got awards now from from different games. Super Crate Box got got some awards. And I think if you get into the indie game scene at all, they're probably the first, if like one of the first people, if not the first teams you learn about when you get into that. For scene. sure, and and they're very, I would say they're very outspoken as a as a studio, and part of that is is due to ridiculous vision and some of the, very the circumstances around it, which we'll get into. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they are they're a, they're an indie game studio that's definitely out there to to help other people and to to make games and to make not just making games but to making the industry better, especially uh, the indie kind of industry. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd I'd love to get those guys on. I've met I met Rami at uh, at PAX and nice. when when he was doing some Nuclear Throne stuff and. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to get him on at some point. He's he's very busy. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's a busy guy who travels he, everywhere. Yeah, he does so many um, talks and goes to so many different things, and then they're obviously making games. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The man's time is very precious, uh, but uh, he uses it well because yeah. uh, they they come out with games like Ridiculous Fishing. So uh, let's get those details out of the way first. Developed and published by Vlambeer. Uh, which I believe means flame bear in German. I want to say mm. their logo is awesome because it's a German or bear right. on fire. <laughs> Maybe Norwegian since they are from the Netherlands. Yeah. I don't know. One of those. It's flame bear. Yeah, it's a bear on fire. Is their logo? It's cool. It's awesome. Uh, Ridiculous fishing came out March fourteenth of twenty thirteen. It's on iOS. It's on Android. I don't think it's really anywhere else. You can play the original game, uh, which was uh, radical fishing. Yeah. Uh, and that's a flash game, yeah. Um, and I, I don't know where that is anymore, uh, mm-hmm. but you can do a quick search and I'm sure you'll find it. Yep. Um, so yeah, Ridiculous Fishing, uh, it's... Uh, the thing I liked reading, uh, I read just some review stuff to get myself reacquainted with the game, because this is a game that I played as soon as it came out and played forever. Yeah. Uh, but uh, somebody somebody said some... There, most are fishing quote-unquote over the fishing games this is a fishing quote-unquote game like the, the emphasis is definitely more on the game here than the fishing whereas so many other fishing games are are definitely like hey you you caught a bass and i'm like yeah cool but this one is it's so much more a game it's it's so tight and and mechanically sound and all that stuff this is this well, a cool thing uh so the i the idea of the game is that you are a fisherman or a fisher lady 
don't know. Uh, Billy. Yeah, Billy's no. his name. Is it Billy's it's a guy. Or... Yeah. Okay. I guess it could be a girl though. Yeah, too. Yeah, you never know. If you're up there, we're not. We're not going to say that that's not like possible. Bill, Billy's got a really nice beard. Not yeah, that's... which is fine. Yeah. I mean, um, you're a lady with so a beard. So either way, you're fishing and you are trying to catch fish. But in this game, it is not a realistic fish simulator, mm-hmm. which a lot of the games are. Well, not a lot. Every other fishing game I would say pretty that much, I've ever seen yeah. is like a more realistic or trying to be a realistic kind yeah. of Every other fishing version. game I can think of, save one, and one for a very specific reason, yeah. um, which which we'll talk about. Uh, yeah, definitely has more of a, a simulation kind of feel to it. Yeah. Uh, other, other than Seaman. But Seaman's yeah. not really a fishing game. Yeah, so what you, the premise of the game is you are... you draw, So you see it's a... It's a what kind of view would you call that? It's, it's like a two D. It's a, a cross section. Yeah, it's a two D, but it's like a, you're seeing a cross section of the ocean and the sky at the same time. So it's like your camera is in the water and moving down with the lure as you're dropping um, your lure into the water. It goes deeper and deeper. Mm-hmm. So as it goes deeper and deeper, it reaches a limit. If you keep going, so as sorry, as you're going down, you're dodging fish and obstacles because as soon as you hit a fish or obstacle your reel starts to go up yeah whereas most fish. fishing games catching one fish is is great in is this goal, one yeah. in this one you're a loser if you yes catch one you want to catch as many as you can right <laughs> yeah and so you want to go is deep you want to first it's really interesting because it's actually three games in one mm-hmm. um so your first game is you need to guide the lure deep as you can as far down as you can avoiding everything and then you either hit something or you run out of line and then you start to go up and so then on your way up you want to hit almost everything you can there are a couple fish and um crustaceans uh that if you hit them the crustaceans are fine jellyfish are really i thought the clams wasn't there Uh, I haven't gotten to a clam since I replayed it again. I, I, can't, I can't remember. remember. I forget. You might be right. But yeah, jellyfish are bad. So mm-hmm. you want to hit essentially all the fish um, besides the jellyfish because they're going to give you negative points at the bottom. So as you're hitting those going up, you're collecting them on your, your line. And then once you get to the top of the water, it's a whole nother game because <laughs> then you're flinging all of the fish into the air. And then you pull out your gun and you start shooting them. Of course. Like, why wouldn't you have your gun with you when you're fishing? Like, this, there's nothing, I don't think this game's really that ridiculous. Like, obviously. It's like, who doesn't take their, their Gatling gun out with them to fish? Like, yeah, that just it, makes sense. Just that whole, that aspect of it. Because I think in general they would have had a good game, like a decent game, if mm-hmm. it was just those first two parts. You know, you're dodging all these things and yeah. you're collecting them as you go up. Right? It's like two endless runners, yeah. followed by. Mm, well, ta- it's what I'm saying. Like tacking on that last yeah. part, it just blows this game and makes it into a game that you absolutely have to play if you've never played it. Yeah. So it, it the most simplified thing that really like makes the game sound not as good as it is because it is more than the sum of its parts. <laughs> uh, it's it's two endless runners followed by something resembling Fruit Ninja. Uh, yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah, with guns. But that's like yeah, it's like that's that's definitely an oversimplification because this game is awesome, yeah. and I, yeah. I think a lot of it has to do with the art style, uh, which I believe is done by Zach Gage, mm-hmm. uh, him of of other mobile game fame, uh, other mobile game fame, 
Um, Spell Tower, I believe, is that gauge. Uh, he does he does a lot of really cool indie game stuff. Yep. Um, yeah, the art is really good. It, yeah, it's kind of like it's not pixels, but it's mm-hmm. it's like square. Um, all this stuff is kind of yeah not organically shaped necessarily. It's a yeah, it's a it's a cool art style. I don't mm-hmm. really know how to describe it, but it looks it looks awesome. And if you look yeah. at the screenshots, you will you will see as well that it's a it's a cool thing. Um, but yeah, like what's Let's talk. We I think we gave them a pretty good idea of like what the game is, but yep. let's uh, let's talk a little bit about like where it came from and yep. and that kind of stuff. So, uh, here's the thing where I think it's kind of a, a real shame because like, we we like ridic- ridiculous fishing hard stop. Like you don't need to say anything more about it. Like that is is a solid solid game, great game, mm-hmm. uh, and. And that's all you need to say. But being a show where we we talk about some of these uh, things and where the games came from and and some of their issues and things like that, you kind of have to talk about um, the the politics a little bit behind this game and some of the things that have uh, surrounded Blambeer since because of Ridiculous Vision. Well, it's actually the politics, once again, like as we keep making these and talking about more and more mobile games and diving into the mobile scene, it's really the politics of mobile gaming or general indie gaming right now mm-hmm. um, and as things go on so uh, we're, we're dancing around a little bit like the the concept the, the topic here is on cloning um, which is which is a tough topic and it's something that's that's being discussed and and is out there right now uh, on our last episode we talked about Lara Croft go and I don't think either of us would say it's a ripoff of something like Monument Valley but it no. definitely takes some elements from it it's yeah. not cloned yeah, it is. Too, that's a there's a whole different um, cloning is a whole different animal. It's a whole different thing. Um, it's done. I think personally, it's done from a, a different place too. For sure. Um, yeah. I, yeah. Like we said, like nobody's nobody's out there saying that yeah. Lara Croft Go was a rip off of Monument Valley. The people yeah. who made Lara Croft Go did not say, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make a clone of Monument Valley just to make a bunch of money." Yeah. Um, and but the question is like where where do you draw the line at some of these things like we we can think about a game like threes uh, which I love awesome puzzle game threes uh, and another guy put out a game twenty forty eight that is very much a clone like it is so yep. clear that it is a clone yep. um, and but like it's yeah so I mean <laughs> I take so it's kind of tough it is really tough and it's really. Uh, it really is uh, bad. I don't know. It's a sticky like, situation for sure. It sucks. So going going back to uh, to ridiculous fishing here. Uh, first, there was radical fishing. That was that that flash game, and it was a pretty popular flash game at the time. And Flambeer said, "Okay, hey, we're going to make this game for mobile now. Uh, we had enough people who liked it. Let's let's do it up real nice. Put it up for mobile." And before they were able to put it out for mobile, uh, for iOS specifically, uh, another company, uh, whose uh, Game Knots, I believe, is their name, uh, they put out a pretty much a clone. Like, it was it's, a clone, 100%. It's very obviously a clone uh, called Ninja Fishing. Uh, when I when I did make my uh, oversimplification that two endless runners followed by Fruit Ninja, that's what what ninja fishing is for sure yep. uh, because it does have that swipe to Correct. swipe your sword stuff that's that's honestly really the only difference it's point different. of difference at all um and so 
personally, I guess also the art style the, sucks in Ninja Fishing. Yeah, like it it's like that is the most clear thing I can like. You look at those games and as a bar of quality, you're like, well, obviously, Ridiculous Fishing is better because just yeah. look at just look at it. Yeah, and I think from a personal place, like just talk about cloning for a second. Um, cloning is someone taking someone else's idea and almost pretty much fully just like copying it um, and putting it out. That is really looked down upon, um, but it can be a thin line of like using an idea for a new style of game. Um, it, it's just very difficult, but this was obviously a clone and um, they even put their game out before Ridiculous Fishing could put their game out. Mm -hmm. And so they ended up stealing um, a bunch of money from them. Right. And, for it, their it, idea. and it really like put, put Vlambeer in a, in a bad situation. Yep. Uh, they ended up shelving Ridiculous Fishing for a while. They went on to make other games. They made Super Crate Box, uh, which got some awards and was a really cool game. Um, uh, where, where else can you play that? I've played it on Vita through PlayStation Mobile, but uh, where have you played Super Crate Box? I'm sure it's I think on I've PC. I've played somewhere. it on, on my Mac. Yeah, oh, yeah it's got. To, I'm, it has to be on Steam. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Super Crate Box is a really cool game as well. Mm -hmm. uh, but like then, then Blamberg kind of did some talks. This is, I think, where they really kind of hit. Honestly. I think this cloning, whole cloning debacle has really helped Vlamber in the long run. It's difficult. To, I know to, that's to, so difficult to, to, to say. It, to gauge. But I think yeah. it got them into the public consciousness of, hey, this stuff happens. Vlamber is now kind of a voice in here that, that really champions these indie games. And I think it's really helped Vlamber find their stride. Yeah. Especially when you think of other games that they've made after Ridiculous Fishing. Ridiculous Fishing, they finally did come back to, uh, really decided to... to do it upright, put this game out. They got some support um, from a speech from, v from GDC and a lot of community support, and they put out Ridiculous Fishing, and it's great. They still had some anger in them, and that's what brought out one of my favorite games on, on handhelds, which is Luftrausers. Mm -hmm. uh, that whole game that Ram Rami's talked about, where we had so much anger about this thing, and we just wanted to make a game where you shot a bunch of stuff, and, <laughs> and like, that's where Luftrausers came from. And yeah. he said now, like now that they've calmed down he couldn't actually imagine making a game like Luke Drowser's right now because he's just not, they're not in that mindset. Yeah, for sure. I, so I think in general, I would say it didn't make, like make them who they are. What they did is they, a bad thing happened and they turned that bad thing into the best thing that they could. They were given, you know, lemons. That's like a better, said, yeah, that's a better way to put it. Right? For sure. Um, it's, I don't think if it didn't happen that we wouldn't know them. Um, necessarily right. right um and i don't think that they're like super happy that, that yeah happened. they're not saying oh thank god yeah. we got screwed over but, but they did they make overcome. the best out of a, a really bad situation for sure yeah. absolutely um so yeah like that that ninja fishing happened but it's it's not a great game uh nobody should play ninja fishing at all <laughs> uh but you should play ridiculous fishing because it's awesome yeah definitely pick it up it, by far if there's any it is on my top, you know, ten mobile games ever that you, if you have not played, you really, really, really need to play. Mm -hmm. um, it's a very easy pick up and go, um, fun, fun, fun game. Yeah, it's it's definitely one of those games that you can play for a very short amount of time, but something that you can also really dig into for for a good amount of time. Like I I just re-downloaded it uh, this morning on my iPad because it had been a while since I played it, and uh, I'm. 
I just ended up playing it for two straight hours before you got here for the podcast. And <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this game, this game's good. I'm remembering how good this game is. And, yeah, it's fun. Uh, like they, they've got a bunch of the different fish types. They have this uh, fishopedia that helps you kind of collect all the different fish. Yeah. Uh, see what see what they do. Like there there are interesting mechanics with specific fish. There's mm-hmm. a there's a fish that uh, spits out other tiny fish that yeah. that are all worth something. So you you have to get them. And the way the the way the uh, firing game works, the the kind of uh, uh, clay pigeon style shooting stuff at the end works out is that you'll only be able to see the fish that is um, the lowest altitude. First, yeah. So uh, a lot of fish that get flung in the air, like you, they try to help you out by showing here's here's the fish that's about to hit the water, closest to the water. You need to hit these now, and then you kind of work your way up. Yeah, and I guess we didn't say this, but you have to shoot the fish to get any points for them. Right. Yeah. You get you get money for for shooting the fish, and and then money can then be used for upgrades that yep. like longer lines, um, uh, more. Because then, so you get different lures. Because then there's like a, a chainsaw one that will cut through like one fish, or um, and then you can get like more gas for your chainsaw, so you can go drill deeper. And right, it's like an easier way to to get lower down because yep. you don't have to just avoid everything. You can cut yep. through a few things, yep. uh, which is which is kind of nice. And there are other fish that that then play with that. There's like a zebra looking fish that I guess is more like a bony kind of looking fish because uh, your your chainsaw lure doesn't cut no, through that yeah. fish like it does with other ones yeah. uh, so there are there's there's some challenge there's a there's definitely some things that they tweak along the way to, to give you some some different things and then there are special fish uh, which which have taken different forms from different other indie games uh, some of their friends uh, that have fish in there there's frogs there's turtles there's yeah it's, it's a bunch of stuff it's a cool game and there are different locations you can go to that that have that each have different fish in there that change up changes up the art style a little bit Um, yeah it's it's a it's a neat game for such a simple concept i think they they play with it so well uh, in so many different ways that it really gives it a lot of value yeah it is very very good like i said yeah you got to pick it up glambier doing doing really great work like i i can't think of a glambier game that i don't like yeah, uh, I think I think the one that I actually like the least, which I still like a lot, uh, is is Nuclear Throne, their newest one. Um, yeah, not not to say it's a bad game. Again, that's a great game, yeah. but I really like Super Crate Box. I really like Ridiculous Fishing, and then like I said, Loof Trousers is one of my favorite games. Yeah, uh, I'm a big fan of uh, Ridiculous Fishing. Loof, what's it called? Loof Trousers. Loof Trousers. I really like that one, and then. Um, I love Nuclear Throne. Uh, it's actually one of my favorite games. I really like it. Um, they just released the... Um, I don't know if it's the final, final version because they've been running it in beta and then they've been it, it's developing yeah. next, but now it's like officially out. Right. Um, and it's a lot of fun. Great game. Um, it's a shooter. Great game to pick it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very roguelike-y. Uh, it is... So they're... They're not done with it. They're still going to be continue to work on it and add more things. But it is it is done in the sense that uh, they took it out of beta. It's on PS4. It's on Vita. Mm. Um, 
I would say Vita might not be the best way to play that. I, and this is speaking from a guy who loves handheld games, but mm-hmm. I think you might need a little bit more of the... the uh, bigger screen? B- not just bigger screen, but a little bit better uh, controlling mm-hmm. on something like a PS4, or especially on a PC if you mm-hmm. can use a mouse. Mm-hmm. Um, which is probably the reason it's not mm-hmm. super up there for me, because I've only been playing it on Vita. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, Vlambeer is doing some great work, and I hope they continue to do great work. And, uh, yeah, they're amazing, and they will. And if you're, if anyone listening is interested in getting into making games and into the indie game scene, um, definitely check out their talks because they really know what they're talking about, and they um, have done some really, really good talks. I'm actually super sad. I was trying to go to GDC this year, and I just couldn't make it. Um, and one of the reasons I wanted to go so badly was to see uh, developers like them there. But yeah, next year. Yeah, they have a they have a talk. I haven't listened to it all the way through, but I just that they have an entire talk dedicated to their signature screen shake, yeah. of like the Vlambeer screen shake of of how they work with explosions or, or different things that that really put players into a game because they have that that kind of visual reference. Just that they are thinking that detailed, mm-hmm. and that they would be able to dedicate an entire talk to something like that, such a small thing, is, yeah. is really cool. They are, is. they are a great developer. It is. I've listened to that video, and it is really good. All right. <laughs> I, I need to just sit down and watch it. But Cool. Well, Ryan, uh, let's, uh, let's wrap this up. Why don't you tell us uh, where people can find you on the internet? Yeah, you can check us out at livingthenerdlife.com, and then you can find us on Twitter at teamnerdlife. You can follow me on Instagram if you want at ryzn at risen. Cool. And gamers on the go, gamersonthego.com, uh, where you can find all the podcasts and blog posts. We're also on livingthenerdlife.com, and then uh, if you want to get to us on Twitter, that's g- at GOTG Podcast, and uh, tell us about the games that you'd like to like to hear more about, or just tell me uh, what you think of the show and and what you. Uh, would like to, to hear more of out, of out of Gamers on the Go in this uh, coming year. So uh, thanks, Ryan, and we'll be on uh, again real soon as we, uh, as we jump into our third of four mobile games here, and, uh, and we'll have that to you guys in a little bit. So thanks.